p.m. till midnight. This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations. Well, we are within the closet and uh, it's my pleasure that I introduce a couple all the way in Cape Town, Sari Cohen and Robbie Cohen, um, owners of the Allure Sensuality Emporium. Thank you very much for joining us, Sari, once again. Uh, good evening. Thanks, Patricia. I don't hear you so well. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure it's something to do with your connection because you are with us via Zoom. Um, but I'm oh, sure our yeah. technical is going to... I hear you well now. Ah, okay. <laughs> Stay in that one position, please. And uh, thank you for permitting your husband to join in on this conversation. Can I greet Robbie? Good evening, Robbie. Hi, Patricia. Good evening. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm going to start with you, Sari. Sari, you are the one who came up with this beautiful concept uh, store, Allure Sensuality Emporium, right? And I remember you were telling us about your journey that started a couple of years ago uh, to the great success that it is today. But your husband, your husband <laughs> has now joined the business. But not only that, he's also very fluent in the sex talk and toy talk and all that. So how did you get it right that you made him feel comfortable <laughs> with the business that you were going into? It's going to sound very sexist. So I'm going to tell you it's training from very young age. <laughs> And I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm but, surprised Robbie's not giggling along. I'm sure he's going to give us a big comment after that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go ahead. But no, the, the, the bottom line is that it's always a lot of communication and a lot of uh, sharing of what I want and, and what our needs are and, and obviously supporting each other with uh, any endeavors that we take in our lives. So when we decide to go to something, when I decide to go to that type of business, Robbie was obviously supporting that, not only from the business point of view, but all the things that come with it. And that also made him intrigued and wanting to learn more about the business. And recently when he joined me full-time in the business, it was it was teaching. It's literally teaching him, teaching him about the product and, and spending time with him and showing him the product. And he's very openly listening to what I'm doing. I, I'm sitting on the side, listening to him, uh, working with clients and then giving him feedback on his performance, literally, <laughs> <laughs> and, and how he explained and did he make a little mistake or stuff like that. And he's willing to get my positive correction and feedback and, and, and learn from his mistakes uh, when it comes to the technical stuff. And other than that, from the point of him having um a fantastic uh, he's a people person he's open-minded he's sharing uh, just this evening we had 18 ladies here for an event and and they asked him question and he's open to share his feeling about the toys and about uh, the shares of, of our relationship and, and all that so yeah quite open with that hmm. Let me come to you, Robbie. I mean, a couple of years ago when your wife said, ah, I'm going to start a business in, uh, you know, <laughs> sex toys and sensuality. Did that not make you feel a bit somewhat, I mean, compared to what you, you are doing now, being so fluent in the sex language? 
Hi, good evening. Uh, not at all. Uh, Sari has always been very passionate about women and women's well-being. He has been in the fitness industry for many years. And it was a very natural progression as far as I could see. And I was very happy and very supportive. And yeah, we just uh, gravitated towards one another and carried on working on the business together. I'm, I'm having fun, of course. <laughs> <laughs> You're having fun, of course, and I'm glad to hear that. But what, what are some of the, I mean, I can imagine, uh, sorry, saying 18 ladies were at the store today. And you were probably mm. the only man amongst 18 women plus your wife. And you were talking sex. What are some of the questions that women ask that, you know, you you now are an expert on? So it starts with what would you recommend for me? And what does that toy do? And how do you think this makes me feel? And how would it make me feel? And as, as a man, I actually have a more objective way of looking at things um, and able to ask uh, more specific questions that sometimes a person that is intrigued about his sexuality and sex toys doesn't really think about. Um, so it's it's fun. And, and for me, what's very nice is that they feel that I'm open enough and they are confident enough to ask me these questions. And for me, it's the greatest compliment as a man that I, I can actually speak to them and about such a private matter. Mm, mm, okay. So when these women ask uh, these questions, I'm asking myself, Sari will be on the sidelines waiting for the right answer because she knows things technically. But it must be very um, satisfying as, as, as a woman, Sari, understanding that your man understands what needs to be done um, for women to feel pleasure. And he can articulate that. No, it's it's quite it's great, it's fantastic, and uh, you know, it's it's a process that we went through in our personal life and uh, our personal uh, experiences, uh, which which made us get to that point. He always been a very attentive uh, lover and and attuned and wanted to learn more about pleasure for our for our for our personal. Um, for personal be a, a pleasure and relationship, uh, and that actually, uh, now that he can share those experiences with with other men and women, it's it's bringing a much deeper, um, how can I say, deeper understanding and, and deeper and more value to our clients as well. That that he can share that and and they can ask him the questions, and it it's different when it comes to him, even if he would say something very similar to what I say. Um, it's, it's, it, come, it, it, it is different when it comes to a man, and especially when men also wants to come and chat to him. It, it is a whole different uh, a body language. It's a whole different, um, it's a whole different approach and, 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 and vibe when he's explaining things and when I'm explaining things. Even if we talk about similar, similar things, it's quite, quite interesting. 
Now, last week on our last conversation, sorry, you were like, the sex toys are just like a couple of steps away from your bedroom. And I, I want to know if you guys can keep your hands off those sex toys or does it mean when a couple goes and buys sex toys, they need to use them every time and all the time? Let's, let's hear Robbie. Robbie can take that one. <laughs> I had a feeling you're going to throw me into that one. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, you're good at answering such things, so you're going to be able to swim. Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, it's it's fun to have as an option. And I think that is, that is something that sex toys will enhance the experience. They can't replace it. Nothing replaces deep, meaningful and satisfying sexual relationship. But it doesn't mean that even if you have that, you can't spice things up. You can't add in something which is different. And no, you don't have to do it every single time. Well, if you want to, you can do it as often as you want. But it's nice to know that you have something in the drawer that you suddenly can like, whoop, spring out and surprise, let's do this and let's add that. And it just adds so much more fun and so much more communication uh, and even the knowledge that, you know, I've got it somewhere. I don't have to use it today, but I know it's there. Mm. Uh, it's it's lovely. And, yeah, we, we do tend to lock the door at night before we go to sleep. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, in, in terms of who initiates when we use toys, and I'm going to ask you as a couple, to, to because other couples are listening and they're saying, my partner is so anti-toys or I'm, I want to try toys, but I'm scared. So, who should be initiating the, the discussion to say, let's start using toys and when we do have toys we don't have to use them all the time uh, but who should then whip up that uh, clit ring or whatever it is that they'll be using at that time sorry well initiating the discussion obviously needs to be by the person that wants to to, to have the idea and want to approach that uh, it can be either her or him, depends who had that. I'm sure that all the girls that came to the event here today will going to go home and say, like, I want to get a sex toys and I want to buy it with you because I've been <laughs> and I really want to try that. And they don't all shop, you know, they I encourage them to actually go home and discuss it with their partners and not just bring something on them without the, the discussion. So the sale is not a big thing, you know, after... After the event, I wanted to go home, check the website, tell the partner about it. And this is a fantastic way of, of conversation starting. You know, I've been with my girlfriends tonight and I've seen those things and, and that was great. So now we can do that. In the bedroom, um, I must admit, it depends, but it will often going to be me reaching to the drawer. <laughs> Just okay. to like, oh, 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 I really want to add that that thing now, or it's just not getting into the right place for me now, and I want to to use some enhancer, or we didn't really use that thing for a long time. Let's use it again, um, you know. So usually I reach to the draw, but uh, it's also I think because it's on my side of the bed. <laughs> but... I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, my toys. But 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 definitely it doesn't have a lock on it. So uh, open open to suggestions. 
So, A-teamers, we are talking to a couple here, Sari and Robbie Cohen. Um, they've been together for plus 30 years, and uh, they run um, and own Allure Sensuality Emporium. Uh, we're talking sex toys and couples who've been together for a long time. Open up. They're opening up to us. We're in the closet. They're opening up so that we can learn from their experience. And perhaps you've been in a long-term relationship, in a long-term marriage, and you just don't know how to spice things up. Well, here they are you can ask questions and you can feel open and free to be anonymous as well on 011-714-2006 or you can sms 41391 and uh, whatsapps go to 0614104107 robbie don't you feel replaced because i've seen a lot of messages and i heard a lot of men here on the show saying these sex toys, how can I compete with an electronic device that, you know, vibrates a hundred times more than what I can do? So don't you feel replaced? Should men feel like they're being replaced by sex toys? Not at all. Uh, first of all, n nothing can replace intimacy. And as amazing as these toys are, they, they can't give you that. And especially when it comes to a couple's relationship. That is the core. The The sex toys, listen, we guys, we, we love technology. It's got buttons, it's got apps, it's got lights, it's got vibrations and all kind of really cool things. And well, they make you make very interesting sounds. So it's very, very <laughs> gratifying as a, as a man uh -huh. to be able to play to play with these things um, and again, the, the whole idea is, listen, we can only do so much. And you were talking about vibrations. I have never met a man that can vibrate on his own. I'm still still looking. I'll be impressed. I would like to. Uh, but we can't do that. And it's a different sensation that we can provide with using these toys. And, mm -hmm. and it's pleasure for you as well as a person that is giving pleasure but you can also receive pleasure from the toys. So it, it's not only a one-sided uh, affair by bringing the toys. And, and the more you learn to use them together for both of your pleasure, for both of your pleasure, um, the better it is. It is a difficult thing to start with. And, and, and I understand, and it's a good question, but initiating. And we have this a lot of times where a single person in a relationship will come in and say, I want to buy a toy for my partner. And we are very careful when it comes to that. And we always advise and we say, please bring up your partner with. Let's sit down. Let's have a look. Let's discuss. Open up. We can show. We can explain. You can touch. You can feel. You can see what it does. And then you can take it home. This is something that you don't really want to spring up on somebody unnoticed or unplanned. It, it has to be a mutual decision. Mm. Then your your benefit actually from the whole thing is so much more and it's so much more fun because it's a joint decision. I'm, I'm still staying with you, Robbie. What, what sort of toys mm -hmm. should a couple that is, you know, fairly new to, um, to toys, and, and I'm talking about here a heterosexual couple, right? Um, what sort of toys should they be looking into that will bring pleasure for both of them and won't be intimidating in terms of size and noise and amount of gadgets to press? Again, 
the whole beauty about coming in, either shopping together online or coming to the shop, is, is it's a mutual experience. And couples will come in, and I mean, we really enjoy when couples come in for the first time. We, we first of all, we feel very honored that they chose us, you know, as as a venue and as as somewhere that they can come and explore. And then and then we take them through various options. Uh, the idea is to start well, relatively small, um, and maybe with something that does have a few functions and a few vibrations and. Really, just to spice things up and to get used to actually bringing, well, call it for foreign object, for lack of a, of a better word, but but it's a fun foreign object into your relationship. And once you are used to that, and suddenly you want more, then you can always come back and go for oh, but I actually now we want to try this one, or we want to try something completely different. And, but it opens the way; it opens the way for the process. Uh, but, but again, I can't stress enough how important it is that it has to be done together. Again, we're talking about uh, in a relationship. Uh, doesn't have to be heterosexual. Um, we, we have a lot of same-sex couples that will get exactly the same treatment. So guys, please bring in your partner. Let's, let's talk together. And, and make a joint decision. So, so couples would need to really come and browse either online or in person in the store to decide what would suit them and obviously have a mini consultation with uh, either one of you, um, whether heterosexual or homosexual couples. Uh, to you, Sari, for those who want solo play, we know there's a lot of people who are single, uh, males and females, who some are just not ready for a relationship, some are just, you know in transition between one, you know, it, it, it's complicated. That's what they say. <laughs> so are they toys that would suit someone who wants solo play? And if they are, how do they get to, to know which ones would benefit them? Yeah, no, that's, that's very easy. Most of the toys can be used together, but definitely all of them can be used alone. And um, the thing about that is I usually try to make them think about if they obviously had sexual experiences before with a partner, that how do they actually get their pleasure? What do they prefer? Do they want something with penetration? Do they enjoy something that is more, maybe if it's a lady, only external? Or does she want something that is internal? Uh, maybe both. Then we can look at the, what we call a rabbit-style vibration, a dual stimulator. Um, and that's actually, actually, I, I will ask you those questions because uh, if and then and 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 for, take it from there, then I can recommend accordingly. And then comes the size. So, from some girls, they will look and they want something so something small, something not intimidating. Um, they're not in too big sizes. Some girls will come and say, no, they want the biggest one and the strongest one in the shop. And there's no right and wrong in that. But uh, many vibrators, all vibrators need designed to use solo. And uh, they are wonderful. And if you are in relationship or not, I think you should use them because you need to learn your pleasure and you need to, to explore and, and see what makes you feel nice. But... Um, indefinitely uh, would want as much information as possible to give the correct. So it might go for just a, a very popular for single women will be 
uh, the, the, the dual stimulators, because that gives them internal and external stimulation at the same time, something that the penis cannot do, unfortunately. <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, but many also will start just with a little bullet vibrator, and that will be more than enough for them just to explore if it's first timers, just something small, um, definitely more than satisfying. They are so powerful. You can use them all over your body. They're like full body massages, even if it's as small as your finger. It's got so many options and, and uh, very on vibrations and, and so much power that you can give yourself a full body massage with it. Um, so they, they are grateful for, for that. I'm, I'm coming back to you, Robbie. Robbie, last week, there's something that we spoke about with Sari. I don't know if you remember, Sari, uh, but, you know, we went through some of the different uh, things to spice up a relationship. And you spoke about uh, mutual masturbation and someone was asking about it, uh, Sari, um, one of our A-team mm. listeners. And I want, from the point of view of a man, the issue of masturbation, mutual masturbation, or watching your partner masturbating, is it... Are men comfortable with it? Because I remember the the, the message came from um, an A-teamer who was male saying that he wants to have mutual masturbation, but he's scared the partner is not going to be comfortable. I think it's probably one of the most sexiest thing that a couple can do because it's extremely intimate and you are almost exposing yourself in front of your partner in, in a very, very deep way. And I, I would like to think that people do that. I know that a lot of people do that. Um, I know that I always sell male masturbators actually as a couple's toy to encourage couple to masturbate together. Um, and, you know, <sighs> we shouldn't be ashamed of that and the, the best way of course to approach it is like any other topic that you would approach with your partner is just put it on the table and discuss it and say listen i would like to do that um i think that it would really turn me on and i think that it will really make me feel happy and i would like to see you do that to yourself and this is something that we would like to explore and if if the rejection comes the first time it's fine then you know you wait a while and you ask again and you you bring it to to the table again and i would like to believe that in a, a healthy and a relationship that there shouldn't be any kind of taboo um, around this specific topic I, I think it's it's an amazing way for people to share uh, and it's a it's a lovely way for people to to derive pleasure by seeing their partner derive pleasure by his own hands. It's it's beautiful. All right, so couples, feel free, feel free, and learn the language of your partner's uh, sensuality. I think that's what I'm getting out of Robbie, and you know nothing to be ashamed of. Sorry, um, please do come in here. I mean, we spoke about this last <laughs> week as well. Yeah, no, definitely. And we've been asked that again today uh, when I was in the talk. People ask about it all the time. I think it is still a, a bit of a taboo. I think the main issue, especially when it comes to the girls, is they don't often feel 
that they comfortable to masturbate in general and that they're embarrassed to do that they're embarrassed to touch themselves in front of their partners so they will feel a little bit uh, conscientious about that so more they the more they feel comfortable and the more with a toy they will feel more comfortable to to explore their bodies and their pleasure then the more they will feel comfortable to maybe do it in front of their partners uh, and again it's something to need to be discussed and and you know everybody is different and every couple is different you get couples you know we always say that the, the woman is we sort of like think that the woman is the more uh, passive one while the man is usually more the the instigator and wanting and it's the fact of the matter is that I hear from many women that they are the sex driven ones and that their partners are the one that needs to be pushed to do new things and new experiences and they are more timid and, and not willing to try new things and they have to push their male partners to try new things um, and that's that's very also so that's something that needs to be discussed as well and see why if he's willing to masturbate in front of her if he's doing things like that or if he just want here to do that for her so and for him sorry so so dynamic between couples is very different mm. which couple you have to find your way last week when we were speaking about how to spice things up especially if you've been in a, a relationship for a long time sexually um you know things can get really mundane and repetitive but you want to spice them up and one of the things i think we didn't even touch on are bodily changes i'm gonna come to you robbie you guys have been together for more than 30 years from what sari tells us and obviously i mean <laughs> there's a lot of bodily changes that happen for both men and women how do you address those in a loving way? And I ask this because uh, I know there's a, a lady who came and spoke to me about issues and said, my partner is always saying, yeah, look at your bum. You've got a flat bum. You're not attractive, you know. Um, and this, this is a partner that has been with her for such a long time. And he says, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to find someone else because you're not attractive anymore. How do you make sure that you and your partner accept your individual changes and also embrace the other one's changes and enjoy being sensual and sexual with each other? Well, it's inevitable, isn't it? And because of that, you need to embrace it. And by embracing it, you accept it and you accept it and then you... you I wouldn't say you ignore it, but you 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 learn to love it, and you 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 keep on loving your partner, even though their body is changing, and with all the respect, your body is changing as well. I mean, as much as I would love to think I am don't look like I'm 25 anymore, uh, I'm turning 53 in two months' time, and I definitely see a lot of changing in my and. You have to embrace it. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, well, that, that's the way it is. And you know something? Don't make a big issue out of it. Just enjoy life. Enjoy life as it is. Uh, and I know that's very difficult for a lot of people to do, but, but that's a complete, you know, different issue. And we are probably not the most qualified person to talk about that, but, and, risking of sounding very corny mm -hmm. i really love my wife oh. and, and yeah 
True. And what does he want? I, well, <laughs> you know what he wants, and you know you're going to give it yeah. to him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Patricia. I will tell her, Patricia said, yeah. <laughs> but 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 it's it's exactly that. And and when you're in a loving relationship, you you learn to accept one another and. You know, it's actually ceasing to become such a big thing. Uh, again, if somebody is in a relationship which is less than optimal, uh, it's difficult. I mean, there's probably a lot of things that has to to be sorted out as well. And, and again, I'm really not qualified to talk about that. But from my own personal experience, and like like you asked me, what, the only thing I can say is, yeah, just. You know, love love your partner and accept it. I mean, it's life. Mm, love your partner. I'm throwing the same question to you, Sari. Um, and I know people say it's easy, especially ladies, it's easy for Robbie to say because he's a man. They don't feel uncomfortable in their bodies, no matter how big their belly boob is. But for us women, a slight jiggle, one new stretch mark, then it's a whole new thing for us. So perhaps tell us how should we deal with bodily changes and still learning how to be sensual because a lot of women experience childbirth and then you're so conscious about your vagina size and, you know, strength in, in, in your pelvic floor, all these things that we worry about. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm very privileged. My husband really loved me and accepted me with all my craziness and changes. I'm not that kind to myself. I'm not, even though I'm very sexually open and and working in, in the environment, I personally experience um, the issues of, of body shaming and, and body image uh, very badly uh, throughout my life. And it was always an issue that's been an issue in my life. Um, so I totally understand when women come and say that no, they don't like themselves anymore. They don't like their the bodies anymore, and uh, and that affects the marriage. Because I'm, I can't say I haven't been there. It's very difficult. We have to learn to accept our bodies, and it's it's not something that is uh, that there is like you do one thing and it's done. That you now accept your body. It's an everyday struggle. It's an everyday love yourself over and over and over again and and embrace the love around you and let it drive you. So if you have a supporting environment like I'm lucky to have with my husband that loves me and adores me and, and thinks that, that I always look good and it doesn't matter when I weighed 58 kilo, when I ate when I weigh 95 kilo, when I weigh 95 kilo, it, it loves me the same. If I'm fat or slim, it doesn't matter. It's me that that needs to love me. And mm. and and and. But with the support that I had from him throughout the years, is definitely something that you need to shake because you now say like, really get a grip. And seriously, the more important things in life than that little role that you carry now around your, your waist, which you didn't have before, uh, which is still uncomfortable and not always going away because it's hormones <laughs> and mm. all of other things. And 
and, and how many diets can one be on? And at the end of the day, enough is enough. Uh, but you still hate that extra role, but you learn to, to love it for the sake of love and, and to accept who you are. And every morning, you have to put yourself up there and make, make a point to wear that small dress and not the big, big girl's pants. And because you look good in them and, 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 and it's fine. You are accepted as you are and you don't need to be hiding your body and you need to, to love it. Um, and it is, with all due respect, a huge process. It's, you, it's, it's a full-on work all the time. We are not, unfortunately, we have so many things that society have told us how we know how we're supposed to look uh, and we think how we look and we look at other women how they look and we think we would love to look like them and then we realize then they actually they look at us and they want to look like us mm. and and it is quite confusing at times but we need to just learn to love ourselves and embrace the changes and and you know what and to learn how to laugh about that because when you look at the husband, things are changing as well. Things are hanging, some fruits are hanging a bit lower. <laughs> you must learn how to laugh about it together. Mm, mm, and you know, I have, I have, we have, Robin and I are very lucky. We have a very good example. I, it's actually today, and I'm going to mention it. Robin's parents celebrating 54 years of marriage today. Wow. And, oh, and they, such a lovely, you know, there's, there's, there was no post on Facebook or anything like that, but they just still, I saw them the other day and, you know, things are not the same as they used to be. He, he's in his 80s and had a stroke and lots of other issues, but, but to see them together holding hands at dinner and laughing and, and doing these little things, you know, that they are doing to each other, like giggles and stuff. It's still there. It's mm. still beautifully there. And, and, you know, and that's what's important at the end of the day, to know how to, to laugh with each other about each other, you know, and take everything, everything in proportion. And no one should take abuse from their spouses. No one should hear that their asses is too flat and they must be left. So, this is just wrong. Yeah, we, we, we need to get to a point where we are friends in a relationship. And that's what I pick up from you and Robbie, sorry, that you guys are friends more than anything else. And that's why it's easier to communicate. It's easier to find each other's uh, sensualities and enhance each other's sexual pleasures because you both want to please each other. You are the best of friends. How did you get so lucky, Robbie? <laughs> How did you get so lucky to get a, a woman who's, I, I think she embodies such beauty and power, but sensuality as well, because a lot of women are very coy and shy. I, I am very fortunate. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to tell you just very quickly, we met in high school and we always, I always like to tell the story how we actually met. And it was, I think it was on the first or second week of back to school. I was in grade 12, Sari was in grade 11, and I went and I bought like a lolly and I had like a 10 cent change. And I said, oh, 10 cents, I'm going to reach now into my back pocket and take my wallet out and put it down. I said, no, no, who wants 10 cents? And suddenly this 
young lady rocks up between the crowd and she had this amazing green eyes. And I had one look at that and I said, wow, here's your 10 cents for your beautiful green eyes. And kind of walked away, you know, awkward 18 year old, 70 year old, doesn't really know what to do, how to take it to the next step or anything like that. And the following day she caught me coming down the stairs and she said, whoa, 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 don't go so quickly. Uh, I owe you a bite for my lolly because you gave me money for mine yesterday. And that was it. And I offered her a ride home and it was raining. And the rest is kind of history. Oh, my goodness. It, it sounds like yeah, such a beautiful so, story. <laughs> so, so, you know, from, from there, it's, you know, call it in the stars and whatever. Mm. I, I don't know, but. I, again, I'm, I'm and sorry, he always laughs at me, says I'm such a romantic, and, and I am, because I truly believe in true love and true friendship, and and this is what we have. And, yeah, you know, call it meant to be, or found it, or I don't know what, but I think if you have something that you realize it's worth, you will make your damnness to make sure that it stays with you, and it works, and and we keep each other happy as much as we possibly can. On that note, I'm going to have to thank you for this evening's session, uh, both you, Sari, and Robbie. And I look forward to us uh, talking more about your beautiful life story and giving encouragement to other couples in South Africa. Thank you so very much. And have a blessed evening. And don't forget, Patricia said you should give him what he wants. He was nice to you. Okay, Patricia, you, Patricia, I will. <laughs> I'm sorry, before before you go, please give us your contact details for Alia Sensuality Emporium. Of course, you can find us on the website on allursensuality.co.za, on Facebook, Allure Sensuality, and at Allure Sensuality on Instagram. And of course, our numbers are there. You can WhatsApp us for any advice and contact us via the website as well. We are always available and happy to answer your questions. Excellent. Thank you so very much to Sari and to Robbie Cohen, who are the owners and founders of Allure Sensuality Emporium. Eighteen minutes, it's time for us to head on home. It's been such a great uh, Wednesday evening. We are back for the Thursday edition at 10 p.m. But between now and then, you can catch us and interact with us on social media platforms at SAFM Radio at Patricia N. and Uli. From us, may goodness and grace lead you all to the great heights of success.